Welcome to Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. This is where I help strong, capable women excavate the inner garbage in their life so they can become more confident and have more clarity on who they are and how they really want to be in the world. We have rich, juicy conversations about, yeah, you guessed it, empowerment, but also about radiating your brilliance and loving yourself more than you ever have in your life. And who doesn't want that? So join me now for another empowering chat. Cheers, everybody. It's February. Woohoo! And I, I don't know if you can see my mug. Maybe it's just an audio, but it says, find joy in the journey. And for the month of February, the theme under be expansive, the theme is explore. E for explore. And this is what uh, the definition of explore is. It's kind of fun to traverse or range over an area for the purpose of discovery, to look into closely, scrutinize, examine. So exploring this month, where, where do you need to kind of range over and walk around, look at things, scrutinize? Where do you need to go within to explore? within yourself. And, and I'm sure that there's little pockets of ooey gooey inside your mind that has held your emotions in a, in a cyclical experience. So if you've been, if you're feeling overwhelmed, anxious, depressed, angry, resentful, oh wait, that was me last year. Hold on. <laughs> but if you're feeling those things, um, to really go within and begin to scrutinize, is that real? Does that even exist? Explore. Is that the emotion I want as my primary emotion? And explore, well, here's something you could try. Exploring how do you feel the, when you wake up in the morning? Because I know sometimes I wake up cranky. Yeah, it's, it's not very nice. My My husband bounces out of bed happy all the time. But I kind of wake up cranky, and some of that is because I, I have residual emotional goo that I haven't dealt with. And maybe you're that kind of person too. And so exploring, and how I explore that is by is through journaling. I journal a lot to see, okay, wow, I'm feeling this. Is this real? Meaning, is it is it an old emotion that just keeps cycling up at, into my experience because I haven't addressed it and released it? Or is it an emotion that is trying to catch my attention? So you, then you want to scrutinize that. You want to explore it and see. And then go get out, out of your house, out of your comfort zone. Believe me, that is another way to be expansive, is to get out of your comfort zone and do something that challenges you. You know, uh, take an art class. Take, Go. I have a friend who does pottery. She's taking. Uh, she hasn't taken a class in a few years, and she's going back to take some master classes because she wants to explore other techniques and things she doesn't know about yet. So maybe an art class. Maybe it's uh, joining a hiking group. Maybe it's learning how to sail if you live by the ocean or paddleboarding. Explore that. That was an intense one for me when I did it thinking of doing it this summer, but exploring, exploring and exploring those places within yourself that maybe you've kind of shot, 
shut the door and forgotten about, maybe it's time to explore what are you willing to let go of, like in cleaning out your mental and emotional closet. What can you really let go of? Do you really need to have those emotions hanging on, dragging behind you like Marley's ghost, right? Because I'm telling you right now, you don't. You don't. Life is meant for happiness. Life is meant to be lived with love and joy and creativity. Life is meant to be feel rich and juicy and opulent. So I just invite you to explore within yourself, outside of yourself, and see what you find. Because I think you might find that you've been given an amazing gift called life. And it's time to really be expansive and live it. Just a thought for the day. Enjoy our shows. So I'm, I have the great, it's actually a gift. Today is a gift and joy of reconnecting with uh, a mentor of mine, a friend of mine. And, and it feels like it's like a kind of annual check-in. Um, so everybody, I think you're going to really enjoy this conversation. I'm speaking with my friend, Jeanette Traverson, who is, oh my God, you have so many hats. Um, she is a healer. She is a visionary. She is a mystic. Well, and she's going to tell you a lot more of what she is and who she does and, and what she has coming up. But Jeanette, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. It's so wonderful. I always have so much fun connecting with you. And, you know, we can just have our conversations can just go in all different directions, but they're always so heart centered. So that's what I love. I love. Yeah. And, and I know that, well, we already had started as soon as we saw each other, because we haven't seen each other in a while in, you know, that, well, we're not really in person. She's in a different, she's on the East coast. I'm on the West coast now, but um, we just like fell right into, you know, some juicy conversations that we used to have when we would go out to lunch together. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know it's, it's, it's sort of like this. It's like that connection where it just connects to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, you know, and we just keep expanding, mm -hmm. which is, that's what this year is also too about. It's so much expansion. Well, and it's so an expansion, everybody, if you don't know, and Jeanette brought it up is the theme for empowering chats with Susan Burrell to be expansive, to actively engage expanding yourself from the inside out and expanding your uh, mental and emotional and spiritual bodies so that you can really uh, live a really full and juicy life. So Jeanette, so you were saying that this year is a seven vibration. So what does that mean for people that don't understand the numbers and the vibrations and all of that? Okay, great. So uh, with a seven vibration year, seven is considered the most in numerology, it's considered the most spiritual number. And it's with the seven vibration, it taps us into our own personal journey, that is our spirituality. And so it's that deepening and dropping in and rooting into the heart of who you are. And it allows mm -hmm. you to connect with that energy and that presence and that inner knowing that requires and ask us to be still, that ask us to be present, that ask us to um, take a breather. And so that you show up and get present and sit with your heart space. And from that place, it's, it's almost as if the, the curtains are pulled back 
and you can see more and more of who you are, the truth of who you are, the gifts that you brought in for this lifetime and probably have had for many lifetimes. And it allows you to release, to, to let go of any preconceived ideas, to let go of those old beliefs, to let go of the, the limiting context of your thoughts that hold you in that space where um, I'm only this versus I'm all that. And, 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 a, and a great way of, of when I think of this and doing this, it's like pulling back the curtains and seeing yourself through God's eyes, spirit's eyes, whatever you're most comfortable calling that. And it gives you um, an opportunity to tap into the limitless potential and possibilities that exist within you. I love everything that you just said. And I feel like you were specifically talking to me <laughs> like you do um, because this whole thing of the personal spiritual journey, which is what I, my entire life has been dedicated to feels even more um, <clears throat> up right now. What crossing into 2023 because um, we're, we're still in January of 2023 and and I'm noticing other people, um, other light leaders that I'm working with or I know, everybody feels like there is this um, mystical component, a deeper mystical component, right, than, than has been uh, on the planet in the last few years, I want to say. I mean, people, we've been on the planet, humanity has been on the planet for eons. And there, and there are always people called into the mystic. Oh, that's a song. I love it. Um, <laughs> and, and because we're called in to be mystical, to really do that inner, that personal spiritual journey that you're talking about, um, <clears throat> it's all, it's, it can be daunting. It can be a little unnerving for people, especially if they're um, just freshly awake. So talk to us about the mystical journey because you're, you're beginning a, a class about that. Right, right. I started a women's series for 2023 and it's a monthly circle and it's a 90 minute class that we do once a month and that each, each month has a different theme. So this month, our, our first class was called Envision and that's being able to, you know, when we envision something, it's something that we know, something that we can exist within us and we have that vibration, that knowing the awareness of it, but it hasn't yet fully been seen in the physical yet. And so that envisioning process, the opening up to what that is, means you also um, have to be aware of any stories or blocks or limiting beliefs that you hold and carry. So that- Really? Oh dear. <laughs> so that it can come into being. So, um, and then what I do, to really help anchor that energy is halfway through the month, we do a 30 minute envisioning circle. And that's based around whatever the theme is that month. And that's really to drop in and just really connect in very soulfully, very present with the energies and frequencies that coexist within us and live within us so that we can um, really anchor in our vision. And that happens kind of around the full moon. So, which makes oh, it- wow. And Perfect. Yes. Yeah. So then, so then getting back to the, um, <clears throat> let's tie this together actually, because the, um, 
Well, there's several things we can talk about now because the, the vibration of the number seven, the vibrational seven, which is calling us into that deeper spiritual journey. And then the, the um, development in that deeper spiritual journey of the mystical qualities that each of us carry, we just have forgotten. Um, ooh, what would be some mystical qualities that might somebody might want to kind of have their awareness open to, to see, am I a mystic? Well, I think that everyone, everyone has, everyone's a mystic. Everyone has those mystical qualities. And those are literally, if you were to tap into the clairs that anybody has, if they're clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, whatever those might be, but it's really about listening to that higher, that voice of your higher self. It's tapping in and honoring that. And, um, and it makes such a difference. You know, I made some changes with my schedule, I was guided to do that and literally just did that this week. And in doing so, it literally showed up like quick within 24 hours that the two days that I opened up to do things, my schedule just filled. So it's mm -hmm. that type of thing where I'm being guided to do this, I'm going to do this. And then it's like, we know, but we don't know exactly what it is yet. And then all of a sudden there it is. So that's definitely that seven vibration. It's listening and the willingness and the openness. But one of the keys in going in the seven vibration year is that you have to be grounded. Oh yeah. You I left my house this morning, Jeanette. You're gonna you're gonna just go tisk tisk. Left my house, meditated, did all my spiritual stuff, did not put myself in a grounded mm. protection bubble. And boy, and I went out in public and man, there was somebody gunning for me, not literally, but you know, and they, they saw me and I was like, holy moly crap. Yes. And it took me an hour and a half to recover from that psychic attack. Yes. So and that see, now that's the, what we would say is kind of the, um, the counterpart of that seven vibration year where it can be really positive and deepening into our spiritual knowing but it can also bring a lot of that darker side of that energy out where you need to be grounded. You need to be rooted in, you need to be, because it's seven vibration year taps you into your faith and holds Ooh. you to a place of hope. And so your wow. faith can be tested and it can be in, in various ways that that can happen. So right. it's about trusting, but in order to feel safe to trust, we have to be grounded and we have to be in our heart because if we're in our head and when we're in our head, your, your subconscious mind, the way our brain, our brain works and thinks it's always comparing and looking at everything from the past, the past journey, the past experiences, the past hurts, the past, you know, traumas that you may have had as well as the past joys, but it doesn't have an access to a broader open um, sort of, wide perspective, you know, a God perspective, so to speak. And so by grounding in, by dropping into your heart, you're now in a place where you feel safe to trust. And that's mm -hmm. the way to do that is by going into the heart. The heart is where we learn that. The heart is where we learn to forgive. The heart is where we heal. The heart is where we forgive not only ourselves, we forgive others. And we tap into that awareness and just deepen in through the breath, the inhale, the exhale, 
and just really um, rooting into the heart, rooting into Mother Earth. And when we feel like throughout our day, like there's, you know, because like you said, when you were out, you just felt all this energy. Um, it's like as soon as you get to a place where you feel comfortable and safe, you can earth, you know, earth yourself, grounding. You can just literally just imagine releasing all of that into the earth, like you're mm -hmm. dropping it and ask Mother Earth to transmute that like manure, you know? And so right. when we do that, it's sort of, Mother Earth is so going to support us because as we lighten our load, we lighten the vibration and frequency on the earth, which helps her to keep raising that vibration and helps us to hold that higher vibration too. Right. So I, I just want to tap on what you said a little bit because the, um, as we raise our vibration, like you said, there is, there is the counterpart the, or the reflection of <clears throat> something that's maybe not a high vibration, maybe. And, and often, at least in my journey, my inner journey, I find those shadow pockets that show up. Um, but I also can recognize them now in um, other people. And then I get to be at choice. Am I going to interact with this individual? And I was at choice today. I was, mm -hmm. and I did, yeah. and I got it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but do I, it, can I, I interact with this person from a place? This is where my thought was yes. and, all, and is, can I, I, I want to interact from a place of love compassion and clarity, not shaming, blaming. And, but some people are not awake yeah. and they will snap immediately into whatever their um, current practices. And this individual was a bully and man, did she lock in on me? Yeah. So the mystical path, while it brings us up and causes us to expand into our greater um, potentiality, there's all, there is that place of being aware that that path is also going to be peppered, literally, <laughs> with opportunities to um, grow, opportunities to go, okay, well, did that. Now, you know, what do I want to do now? You know, and I started forgiving immediately myself, her, you know, forgiving myself for stepping in her way because it was, it was, I had to do it. Right. So, but here's one thing though. Imagine that by you showing up and bringing your light, bringing your presence. And even if she's not fully awake, because there's divine intervention happening here, divine connection happening here, you actually showed up and showed her a possibility of something she didn't know before. I, I totally get that. I totally believe it. I, it came to me. Wow. I would, this, this needed to happen. Not wasn't about me. It wasn't really about me. It was about her, right, which right. is then you get to be a choice again. Right. But here's the other part that's really beautiful and so powerful is you're showing her that it's possible. Mm -hmm. You're showing her it's possible to embody love. You're showing her it's, po it's possible to embody um, uh, a different way of being. And so yeah. people need demonstrations of that. So you gave her the perfect demonstration of it. So thank you. And yeah, and love is contagious. I just like anger and hatred is contagious. So is love. So is forgiveness. So is kindness. So uh, yeah, it it's uh, 
it is a mystical path that we uh, navigate now. Absolutely. So, yes, yes. So in uh, helping faith and hope, let's talk a moment about that because there's lots of people uh, that aren't trusting or, you know, they, they aren't trusting because of familial wounds or they're not trusting because of uh, news memes and, you know, or they're not trusting because somebody's got a button and they're going to push it. That's my dad. You know, he comes from end of World War II and Cold War era. And so what's happening on the other side of the planet or here, you know, he thinks somebody's got a finger on a button and then we're all gone. Right, right, right. Well, I think that too, when it comes to having that sense of faith and hope, um, if you're not in a place where you can trust, it's important to tap into that and find out why. Because there's beliefs behind that story. So that story right. that you're holding, it is literally saying that um, it's not safe to trust. But is it true? Are the beliefs behind that story true? And so when we ask, is that true? We can literally kind of follow the little popcorn trail and, and discover where is that rooted? Where did it come from? Who told me this? Why did I start believing this? And is it really my belief, my story, or is it something I inherited? I took on, my parents taught me this, I absorbed it. And we are free to pivot and shift that. And then we get to decide and reclaim for ourselves are a new set of beliefs. And then that, and just this really beautiful way, literally shifts our vibration. It literally shifts our energy field. And when we think about that vibration, we know that when something is a lower dense energy, that's where illness and disease can live. And when we're in a higher vibration, we're in a more um, authentic place, we're more aligned, we're in a place where we are attracting abundance and joy and and just the beauty of the world around us, but it's it's a conscious, consistent, disciplined practice that you know we you know as you mentioned what you did this morning that's part of your 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 sacred yep. rituals that you do um, that help you to hold and maintain that space. So in the other um, on the other side of that, it also means can you and are you willing to to look at why you're thinking or believing that way, why you're not allowing yourself to trust. Because mm -hmm. the other side of that, in order to receive anything you, anything good, bad, right, or wrong, you have to be open to receive. And so, I mean, and especially for us as women, and even you and I have had some conversations around this where we, it wasn't always safe for us growing up to receive. It wasn't safe to put our needs first. It wasn't safe to take up space. And so therefore we couldn't receive. So there's many ways that we've been cut off from receiving. This year in the seven vibration is saying, you have a right to receive. Will you allow, will you experience it? Will you open to that? And then you're gonna receive the beauty of, of everything that you are, that is you know, yet to be fully remembered, if that makes sense. Right, and I, I this, I, <clears throat> idea, concept, process of being open to receive um, does take practice because it takes a lot of practices, especially if you have had any kind of trauma in this particular uh, lifetime or in the others. 
because the open to receive is like stepping out over a cliff and going, okay, somebody's going to catch me, right? It makes you vulnerable. Mm -hmm. It does. It makes you vulnerable. And yet when we tap into our feminine, that is the beauty of the feminine presence is it's um, a receiving mode and it is a creative mode. And, you know, so it is being able and willing to let yourself be open and receive and, and, and be vulnerable. And sometimes what we're asking for and when it shows up, it doesn't always look the way we asked for it or intended it. And so then we're like, wait a minute. But if we can let go of any attachment to it, maybe it's better than what we thought we were really asking for. So that part of just made this or better now manifest, you know, is always right. Exactly. Exactly. So let's talk a little bit, bringing up the feminine, you know, we're, we, you and I um, align often with that energy and, um, and what we're watching and experiencing. I want to talk about the divine masculine. I want to talk about the masculine hierarchy that's, we're watching literally crumble because right before we started recording, we were talking about our moms yes. and how, uh, so do you want to share a piece about what you discovered about your mom and, and the yeah. patriarchy? Yeah. It's, it's really interesting with my mom, you know, and she definitely had that, that old school. I don't even know. It's like, seems like it goes beyond that where a lot of her ways were definitely where she tended to cater more to the masculine, the, you know, she tended to the male children more. And that was just part of it because it seems like there's the thing that was so surprising for me and doing a lot of deep work before my mother passed away was learning how much my mom was steeped in those patriarchal energies more so than my dad. My dad was very tapped into his feminine very tapped into his intuitive, even though he served in the Navy and had this long history and just, you know, very, yet very masculine, but very soft and tender and aware. And yet he could also be that man who could be fierce and protect his family as well. So Mm -hmm. my mom carried the patriarchal energy. She carried that energy where it was about lessening you know, that I would experience with her lessening, um, almost uh, trying to dim my light versus bring, oh. you know, yep. and let yep. that shine and let that, you know, to really, um, and, and I think it was challenging for her to understand my intuition, my sensitivity, um, my intelligence even, and even beauty, because that was just not something that was allowed Yes. Growing up, there was a cost or a price for that, you know? Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm, that was a lot of my experience too, Jeanette, because I, and I think um, toward the end of my mom's life, uh, I began to understand that she was actually jealous of me. And, and I always thought of her as this loving woman, my best friend when I was in high school. And, you know, and then I realized other things, but this, this jealousy, and she was jealous of the intuitiveness yes. of, my, of my intuitive abilities. Yes. And I didn't put those two together until after she passed on. Mm-hmm. And then I went, oh, that's what that was. That's yeah. what that was. But this, um, 
idea of the of our moms because we're they're in the same kind of era, coming off of um, again the Cold War, the the World War Two, Korean War, the Cold War. There it was. The history of it was that um, after World War Two, men and women were trying to find their place in the world, and they wanted it to be the old school. The okay. You know, before I went to war, I had a job and you stayed home, that kind of thing. Right. And and we need to procreate a lot because I saw a lot of people die. Right. And um, and the women were like, okay, I'll stop working at this job I really like and I'll 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 go home and and I'll make you a martini or I'll cook the bread or raise the kids, you know, and and so there's this unconscious, I think, um pattern of supporting the man's in charge that, you know, not that there's anything wrong with a man being in charge, but right. but what the they, patriarchy. Right. What they did then is put all of their own wishes, curiosities, desires, um, their own gifts. They put them all on the back burner. Mm -hmm. And so then those women went on to have children like you and I, and we're just these creative, you know, little bubbles of light and they don't know like, wait a minute, you know, so that what they want to do, it's like, I never got permission to do that. Yeah. You, why should you? And I mean, I even had this exchange with my mom one time when she came to me and she says, I don't understand why you're so intuitive, why you're so psychic. I don't understand why you see dead people. I don't. And she says, I want you to give me what you have now. And I went, oh, geez, you know. Um, yeah. And I just looked at her and I go, I came in this way. This is, I came in this way. So I don't know how to, you know, I said, I can try to teach you, you know, but um, it's not like I can just, you know, touch you yeah. and all of a you're going to have this. Um, yeah. I, I had a, I had an experience with my mom. She, she loved to travel and she wanted to go to Sedona, right? Sedona is the, you know, woo place of many vortexes and, you know, and we were going to do yoga on a, mountaintop above a you know not that she could climb the mountaintop at that point but so she had set up all these different healing experiences we could have together and meeting with psychics and 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 I was already me I was already doing this to, I did you know I was like you know mom it's fine I'll just stay in the condo and take a nap I'm I'm so we were at dinner toward the end of this trip I had of course developed a horrific sore throat mm. Uh, which is usually that I'm resentful, everybody. If you get a sore throat, just check in with yourself. That's mine. I'm resentful. And I developed a cold and we were at dinner and she wanted, and she started telling me how all these different people told her she was so psychic and so intuitive and so this and that. And I just looked at her and I said, I was mean. I was mean, everybody. I said, mom, everybody is that. You're Oh my God, Jeanette. I, I told her, I said, mom, you're not really anything special and she went there wanting to know that she was special and mm -hmm. she was she could yeah. my mom could bend spoons okay she had these abilities but she didn't believe in them and so when my abilities started she's like well you can't be that because like you said you can't do that because i never got to do that right right and and it's and that's the thing too is that not everyone realizes that they are intuitive. Not everybody realizes they have that gift. It really just matters is whether or not 
you practice it and how often you practice it and how you use it in your everyday life, you know? And I know for myself, it's like my earliest remembrance of this that I can actually put it, you know, connect the dots to was I was about four years old. And mm-hmm. so, um, so knowing that, you know, and that was the first time, you know, and it's like right around that time, shortly after my great grandmother passed away. So, you know, and then seeing her, seeing her spirit come in, I knew what time, everything and, and knowing that, but I also thought everybody did that. You know, I didn't think it was, right. deal, you know, because you're a kid and you haven't been told differently, you know? And I think that it's one of those things where we all have it. And so having seen that and remembering that from such an early age, that stayed with me as this is the way things are and this is how you do things. So those mediumship abilities for me were quite natural and everyday type of thing. But at the same time, you know, that's how it came in for me. And I think that that's like you said, you know, with our mothers, they never got, they probably had some of those woo experiences when they were little, but it was never safe for them to do so. It was never safe no, no. To, um, to lead with that, like you and I can these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and thank God, and thank God, you know. And, and, and conversely, <clears throat> we were talking about um, when, I, when I shared about the patriarchy crumbling, when I shared with my mom that we are moving from a, a top-down pyramid, you know, operational system, if you will, to a circular system, which is more everybody gets to participate, everybody gets to have a say, which is what we're watching right now. Everybody wants to have a say. But the, the thing about a circle um, with the divine feminine is, yes, you get to have a say, but you need to be self-responsible about it, not just have a say to be right, have a say to influence, have a say to, but to just be heard and allow others to be heard. So that's, I think, the transition we're navigating right now that's taking a a few years. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. And it's one of those things too, where we're, um, and you know, in the seven vibration year, um, we're going to be really asked to listen, listen before you speak, you know, kind of thing. And, um, and see what wisdom um, drops in. Yeah. You know, and sometimes yeah. it's, not, I mean, I, I love it when, you know, and you and I, this always happens when we have conversations where um, you're sharing something. I'm like, oh, 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 then it's something comes for me and then, you know, vice versa. But that's the type of thing where um, we're going to have a lot of those aha moments. We're going to get those downloads. We're going to get those insights and that awareness where we get to literally move forward with it and open up to that because it's, mm-hmm. um, it's preparing us for all the shifts and changes you know, as we're ascending, as we're becoming more aware, as we're, you know, and even though I would say you and I were awake, you know, but at the same time, we're going to wake even more. We're going to, you know, Mm -hmm. we're going to expand even more. We're going to grow even more. We're going to evolve even more. That's why we're still here. It's like peeling back an onion, you know? And and that's why it's like, so is this year any better or more special than last year? No, it's just, it's just, it's leveling up. And that's all it is. And, you know, last year we had the sixth vibration, 2022, the twos, it was all about the balance, the yin and the yang, the masculine and the feminine. And now we're taking all that energy and we're learning how to expand on that and go within to our spiritual nature and tapping into that and working um, and looking to see what that state of being 
would look and feel like and try it on. You know, it's like, right, right. Don't know, we're not going into it with any preconceived ideas, but at the same time, is that being open to like, oh, what am I going to learn? What am I going to discover? What am I going to remember? You know, it was really, really important because we have so much right at our fingertips and we just, we haven't even begun to, to tap into it. Right. Right. And for, for people that are listening, the, um, the idea of being open, uh, you, you always have choice. So being open to listen, to receive, that's part of how you, if you're wanting to know, are you intuitive? That's part of how you develop your intuition is, is being open to receive, like receive information from the unknown, from the unseen, from the higher source of all, and, and then really listen to it, you know, so that, okay, do I, do I do this thing? And then listen to yourself, not other people. Right. Uh, well, you can listen to me and Jeanette, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also too, is asking yourself, how does this feel when I'm, when this information is coming into me, how does this feel? And just checking in with your body, because if it feels good, if it feels right, if it feels truth, your energy is going to naturally expand. And if it feels like you're being messed with maybe a not such high vibration of energy, a negative energy of some sort, you're going to get a no and your energy is going to contract or you're going to pull back. And, and so it's really listening to that because our bodies are that, you know, our GPS that will always guide us and tell us, you know, we won't be, yes. steer, won't be steered wrong at all. Yeah. You know? And for me, it's a, my no right currently feels like um, exhaustion or feeling overwhelmed. And when I, so, you know, when I'm starting to feel overwhelmed, I got to sit down with myself and say, okay, what am I really wanting to do here? You know, it, do I need to do all these things? Well, no, you don't need to do any of them. Oh, okay. I'll go take a nap, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Trusting that. Yeah, I know. And sometimes I notice that when that happens for me, all of a sudden I get a little cranky. I get a little irritable. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, Oh, have I taken on too much? Am I, you know, what am I not processing, letting go of, you know, from clients or family or friends, whatever, or even just the collective, you know? So we yeah. always have that chance, you know. So that's why grounding in the morning, making sure we're clear. Cause like even after our dream time to come in and just because we pick up stuff when we're traveling in our sleep, you know, and so then to ground and set our intentions for the day. And then at the end of the day to check in and, and just how am I feeling? You know, am I feeling overwhelmed? Am I feeling tired? Am I feeling cranky? Um, what am I still holding and caring from the day um, that is no longer needed? And we can literally just imagine this beautiful waterfall of violet light or white light and golden light and just let that wash over us to clear and cleanse and transmute and just take that deep breath in and out and just come back to just you know, like you, like you just took a shower and you're all clean and ready to go into a beautiful, deep, restful sleep, you know, yes. and grounding again, make sure you're grounded before you go to sleep. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So Jeanette, let mention again, are, are, is your circle open if people are listening and they want to come in? Yes, it's still open. So what we're going to be doing, so they would be able to sign up and join for the next month because the, this right now we're already in the process. So it is on a monthly basis, but they can join for the next month, which will be starting in February. And I can always 
send you a link for that as well too so that if anyone if you want to attach that for that but it's um, oh yeah we can put that in the show notes yeah and it's one of those where um you know they can definitely join in and it's it is open to women you know and that's primarily just because of the nature of what we're we're really intending and and so that everybody feels really safe and centered i would love it to have where we could have more men or even a men's monthly circle but that hasn't quite happened yet so but right right um a vibrational presence and awareness that each person gets to decide for themselves how they want to show up and what do they want to bring to the circle, you know? And when we need, cause sometimes one of the reasons why I was guided to do the circle and I knew what the energies coming in this year is that we all need consistency. We all need that support. We need that acknowledgement. We need absolutely accountability. Um, also a safe place to ask those kind of off the wall questions that who do I ask or talk about this? Um, mm-hmm. This is my experience. This is what I felt today. This is what went on. And, um, and that's an incredible place to be able to do that so that you're in a beautiful, safe container to, to do that and experience that. Yeah. And I've done work with Jeanette on circles and her, the energy she holds and the wisdom she gives and brings is is transformable and it was it's always helpful um to to do something in partnership with other like-minded people and people that are seeking and ascending and um developing uh, so can people go to your website jeanettetraverson.com and uh sign up for your newsletter for future things yes they can and there's also um information there for the monthly new moon and full moon meditations too right Great. Oh, that's great. So Jeanette, thank you for this fabulous, fabulous check-in and information. As always, it's such a a wonderful pleasure to see you and be with you and and, um, hear your insights. So thank you so much. And thank you for the work that you continue to do on everyone's behalf. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This is wonderful. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So until next time, everyone. And so it is. Namaste. Well, that wraps up our empowering chat today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go to susanburrell.com. You can see all the information about my new book, Live an Empowered Life, a 30-Day Journey. You can also access guided meditations that I have on Insight Timer through the website. And just see what else is out there on my site that you might find empowering and exciting to experience. You can also contact me through the website at susan at susanborell.com. That's it for today. See you next time.